just different. You really do cough like that. <laughs> Don't get me laughing. You will get me laughing, coughing. <laughs> what up, folks? What up, folks? This what up, though? Jerk Pod. Eric and Jerk Pod. Vinny on one side, baby vomit on the other side of the mic. How y'all feel? Hey man, we what is this? What is this? Seven? Podca- podcast number number seven. Yeah, okay. number. <laughs> <laughs> we Let me stop. In there. That's what she said. One day, y'all gotta understand. One one day, uh, I got clown yes. because I was uh, partaking of the uh, the gondola activity, and uh, <laughs> maybe I had too much intake, so to speak, and I let out uh, a loud cough. Uh-huh. What else that, that, uh, that included just maybe a, a tinge of spittle? A tinge? A spittle? It was that thick spit where you know where you can like let it out when you was a kid and then suck it back and it come all the way back up. Like that, it was that consistency. <laughs> it was. And your name henceforth, now and forever became what? Baby vomit. <laughs> Anytime I call, which I did, uh oh, baby vomit. Uh oh, be yeah, careful. Oh, 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 what are you smoking? What are you smoking? But we aren't even going to talk about what it was your contraption. What did you bring down to Dallas? Oh, the um, which I still never seen. Since. Oh, shoot, you got me on the spot. It's like a, I want to call it like a, a weed convection oven. <laughs> <laughs> The weed air fryer and portable. Yeah, portable technically, form. that's really what it is. It's really what it is. It's just like you put the uh, you put the weed, you put the flour into the uh, into the contraption, and I just can't think of the name of it right now. You it was it a, in, wasn't it a dry herb vaporizer? I believe. Yeah, like a weed vaporizer. I yeah. guess is what you would call it. You put the flour in there, and you put it to the desired temperature to get the desired high effect because different <laughs> flowers at different temperature burning give you different effects. I know that's a lot for some people because they'd be like, just roll it up and smoke that stuff. Yeah. I get it. But I was trying to be cute. And so I brought that down there you brought uh, for your wedding. And we got it in. I mean, yeah. we, got it in. we didn't get it in before the wedding, but we got it in the night before the wedding. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, it was, that was a fun, that was a fun night. We, look, <laughs> we don't talk about everything. We ain't gonna talk about that one, yeah. Yeah, we, we, we can talk about the smoke. We can talk about the smoke. We had all, <laughs> not, not the smoke, but the smoke. We, we had all, before the podcast ever started, we had all the smoke that night. <laughs> <laughs> Be honest with you, that was a, uh, that was a wild night in the limo. But, I um, uh, I hope everybody's week was going well. I know it was tough with a lot of uh real world stuff going on, but um mm-hmm. we're not gonna focus on that. We just gonna we're gonna we're gonna push through, brother. We're gonna keep it weekend? light. We're gonna try to keep it light this week. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How was your weekend? My weekend, you know, we had the late pod last week, mm-hmm. but 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 um yeah, it was a continuation. There was a lot of a lot of chilling and drinking going on around these parts because you know, like I said, I was on vacation. You know, mm-hmm. start the new job tomorrow. So, um, shout out to me. But yeah, we <laughs> <laughs> I, I did a lot of drinking, and then I did a lot of um, uh, we'll we, we'll 
we'll come back to that. But I did a little detoxing on top of that. So, Some days I wish I could I could have been I I would but was more of a drinker. Mm-hmm. Some days because it's just like I don't have a a go to cocktail, and it kind of blows. But I don't I'm not out in the streets like that enough or at home. And I know that's that has to do with a lot of my uh, my diabetic background. That was mm-hmm. you know, obviously way before the kidney disease. And it's just like now I got to watch my my uh, liquid intake because even uh-huh. now, like we got some uh, summer ale, raspberry ale in the house. Uh-huh. I just want to go outside and crack one of them cold boys and just knock it down. I can't even do that. That's not my life right now. Yeah. But even before then, I just never had like that one that one drink where it was just like, oh, I mean, you put me up on the Crown Apple Royal, mm-hmm. but um with the uh shoot you can just have it chilled and yeah, yeah then I'm, I'm trying to get to that point where i'm and i'm actually really close to i don't mix drinks anymore i just kind of just drink on the rocks so um i think i've made i made it to my super saiyan level of of drinking i haven't made it to super saiyan 2 where i don't need the ice because yeah. that's when you get the rich boys where they take it out the bottle and put it in that fancy bottle, and where you see it in the movies, and they just pouring it when they in the office, and they just drink it. I haven't made it to that point yet because I still need ice. But what is this Mad Men? Yeah, you just, <laughs> you just come home and be like, uh, let me get a let me get a scotch neat. Uh huh. Yeah, I, I ain't made it there yet, but but taking the taking the coke out of my my whiskey was was a hard move, but. I rather I rather um, drink than smoke because you can you can gauge your your uh, alcohol a little bit better than smoking because once you're gone you're gone yeah and I do not like being gone man because it's hard to come back down that is not <laughs> that that's the reason why I, I really can't I can't smoke because I man I just be out of there I've been needing a micro dose. I just recently got back to it, at least at night. And even now it's just one puff mm-hmm. and to sleep. Cause you know, you know, you know, my, uh, my history with, you know, trying to always go higher and we'll have a mm-hmm. you know, longer conversation about Yeah, that. We, we got to bring that story another day. Half of that, half of that is what may or may not, I don't know, have brought, had help with my kidneys and bringing me to insomnia. Cause you know, I didn't sleep good for the first mm-hmm. like three months of the year and I didn't sleep for days on end. You know, we'll say that we'll say that for yeah. another time. But I say all that to say that you know I got super creative with stacking the the ba- the uh the CBD with the regular weed with mm-hmm. the vape gummies, mm-hmm. and I said I want to go to the moon and back. I always <laughs> I always think it's funny. Like I was listening to one of my guys' podcasts. Uh, shout out to the Some Dude Podcast once again, and he was uh you know it was his birthday, and they said uh girl has some gummies. He's like oh you know I had a gummy before. This ain't shit. Mm-hmm. Pop, and, you know, next thing you know, in that story, hum, what happened? Now he got video. Oh, I'm out of there. You be like this. What you doing? I ain't. He tell me who's talking to you. <laughs> I've been so so. My high, like super high, and my super drunk are, are two different things. So like being being out of there drunk. Is when I'm just like, you know, just talking and saying stuff that don't make no sense. And I'm thinking in my head, like, oh, this this makes sense. And then when I if I see it back or somebody was videotaping, I'm like, what was I doing? Being high is different because all of that talk is now in my head. And now I'm having two and three conversations with myself in my head. And it's too much. 
like everybody has their different highs just like everybody has their you know you got your angry drunks you got your flirty drunks you got your nice drunks it's the same with high like some people just just act a little bit different and when it comes to me it's it, it get too many it's too many voices in there i i just be talking and then i'll be like did i do that right was that did I, what was going on like that 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 part is what I don't. And the more I I am higher, the more the conversation goes, and and the time slows down. It's just it's not for me. I I know it is. It, it's, it's just a whole thing where it's just not. It's not for me. Well, but anyway, back to my 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 weekend. Um, I'm just doing my my drinking. I drank like maybe four or five nights in a row because you know I'm off, and I don't usually do that. So I was like, oh man, like you know when your body just said, bro, you need some water. So that's where that's where I'm at. So like I ain't even I ain't even been drinking the last couple of days. I just been drinking my water. How was your weekend? Bro, I, I try I tried to chill. First of all, I had to um reset up my uh my dialysis schedule. So I was up at, at four in the morning on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. It don't matter if it's Saturday, Monday, Sunday, or Tuesday, it's not fun. But, um, you know, I was glad to get up because I like to be involved in uh, Zoe's activities. And uh, shout out, shout out, to, shout out to my daughter. Shout out to Adrian. She has this girl <laughs> like so busy, bro. <laughs> like she's already in, you know, daycare five days a week full of activity. Then on Saturday, she goes to gymnastics. She goes to swimming and then we mm-hmm. flip it on Sunday. And then she goes to dancing, which is off right now. And right now she's going to uh, soccer practice. So it's not a day. Where On top of the, don't she got a tutor? Oh, yeah. Right. And then she's got just just came back from a tutor. I told she was going to bust in and she showed bust in and when we hit me with the wave. And I was like, hey, and then mom snatched her up real quick. But it's just like, wow, she's not even two yet. Not even two, fam. I'm Man. like, I want to ask my mom, what did you do? You probably just said you probably just stuck me with a hot dog and told me to chill out. Play man, that's why my, my son about to be three, and he don't do none of that. I tried to take, we tried to put him in this little kids fitness gymnastics thing. This man had a meltdown. <laughs> the three times we went, he had about 12 meltdowns all together. He ain't ready. So congratulations on your daughter being able to do something. Oh, bro- brother, you should have seen her at soccer practice. When I tell you she wanted no parts of that soccer ball. <laughs> and we had her, we, she snuck her into the two-year two year and up class, right? So everybody in there is like either two or three. And so you got the coach who's telling you to do simple stuff, like just kick the ball straight forward or kick the ball and, uh-huh. and hit the cone. And Zoe fell, when she, I tell you, she fell out on the ground, fam, like bloop. And it was like kick the ball in the net. So we're every other kid was like running by themselves and kicking the ball. We hold mm-hmm. Zoe by both hands, and she's trying to <laughs> fall out, but we wouldn't let her. We kicking the ball for her, bro. I was like, my was holding my head. I'm like, yeah, that's my daughter, but this may not. We may not need. We may need to wait a yeah. few months to do this. Again. That's how. That's how it was gymnastics. Like, man, we're not coming back right now. This is this is too much for him. It's too much for me because I'm doing everything. Yeah, stre- yeah, I'm do I'm bouncing and doing and stressing. Yes, and stressing out, but it's it's cool because it lets you know. And then she ends up around, but you know, it's cool. Went to a baby shower this weekend, this mm-hmm. weekend too, and then you know, hey, just just relax. And that's what I'm about to do with the rest of the weekend because shoot, I'm a, I'm a uh, milk the rest of my Sunday as much as I as much as I can um, I after we handle the business of the business. And shoot, <laughs> shoot, speaking of handling business. 
Hey, um, you took care of some business of yourself this weekend, didn't you? Brother? I did. Like I said, I did that little detox. Um, and with that came, I, I, I bought a colon cleanser. And it had been sitting, I bought it about a month ago. And I seen that I had a couple of days because I'd never taken anything like this before. So I knew I needed some days to be able to prepare for this. So they say you had to take it at night. So the first day I was going to take it, I was like, all right, cool. I woke up in the morning about to take it, then read the direction. Like, ah, I should have read the direction before. So I had to wait till that evening to start the next day. So that evening, I popped up, boy, before I went to bed, drank eight ounces of water, went to bed. Woke up, nothing. So I'm like, ah, oh, man, like like when people take edibles, they be like, oh, that ain't work. Let me take another one. I've made that mistake with edibles. So I was like, let me see what's happening here. So maybe an hour went by. I started feeling bloated. I was like, ah, oh, my stomach. I could use the bathroom, but I can't. Like I said, there, I couldn't use the bathroom. An hour after that, it was on. Just went, 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 went. I used bathroom maybe five or six times, but it wasn't vicious. Like I've had, like where you just where your stomach's like ah, you bent over, like ah, oh, my stomach, ow, oh, where the world is ended. It wasn't bad. So, so just getting older, I'm just starting to see. Okay, I need to be able to. I got to take care of myself. Like you know, I want to clean my colon. And, you know, just just because people say you need to do that. So then I talked to my wife, and she's like. Why you just don't get a, oh, just go get your colon cleanse, like, you know, go somewhere and get it done. And I was like, hey. Professionally. Yeah, like, you know, shoot the water, but not that. I wasn't even thinking of that. I should have did that because it wouldn't. So I did it the next day, too. So I did it two days. It said 14 days. That first day, I basically was, everything came out. The second day, it was kind of the same thing, but it was water. I was like, okay, we're getting too close to the next week, so I got to just go ahead and chill. But I will say it did work. I feel hella lighter. And I've eaten, so I didn't do it yesterday into today, and I still ain't used the bathroom because I think I was on empty. So I'm like, dang, I, I wish I would have took it so I could keep on emptying out. Because if you mm. did this 14 days, bruh. Oh, man, I've been looking like you, brother. <laughs> hey man so when you when you wanted to, when you said you wanted to kick it about this it reminded me of a couple of things <clears throat> excuse me the fact that um i've done and as i'm sitting here i had almost thought it was two but i've done three different type of colon cleanses uh -huh. so i've done the one similar to what you did which is surprisingly you wouldn't know this but if you drink sea salt and uh -huh. water brother it will whoosh Really? Whoosh you out. That's one. <laughs> Two, I forgot until you just said it. I went and had my colon professionally cleansed. Really? Remember, How uh, was that? Remember the um uh Groupon? I had a group, I found a group. That's what she it. told me that she was like, Yeah, I had a Groupon for it. Yeah, it was kind of it's weird because you kind of you know, you walk in and they tell you, you know, take off your pants, take off your drawers. And you like, and they lay on your side, and then you know somebody come on there, and then they pat you. You just in there naked? Yeah, with a towel, bed? with a towel over you. Yeah. Oh, okay, mm -hmm. okay. And then they go, we gonna okay, so we gonna slip it in you, and then you go, you wait for this feeling. You like, oh, oh. Do, it, oh. do they do they jazz it up, or they just go in there just straight dry? 
You know what? That part I don't remember. Let's say oh, they jail man, you up. I think they jail. Part of me think they jail you up because I feel like if you just drive, <laughs> see, it, we. It, I feel like we need to reach out to an expert on jailing or no jailing. I think I know. No, I'm not gonna name no name. Never mind. I was about to say. No, I, I feel you because I when I had my prostate check because you know <clears> your boy we we up there so I had my prostate check and and I I didn't even go in there for that mm-hmm. I was just up there for a regular like checkup and stuff and so I got he was mine. like you go ahead just go ahead been over just check your prostate out I'm like what I I'm not ready for this so I went ahead and did it and he handed me some tissue and I was like what is this for my eyes and he was like no it's for your butt silly. I was like, ah, oh, <laughs> he jailed that one. So I'm pretty sure they jailed it up. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Speaking of prostate, that first time when the doctor said, I heard that smack of the, uh, of the glove. And he said, oh, oh, oh. And you like, oh, I'm good. But back to the, uh, back to the colon clan. So yeah, they put the machine in you and you hear the, they put like a, a gush of water or whatever the water solution. Cause I'm mm-hmm. sure it's something else in there. It's water-based. And you feel it like filling your stomach up. It's really weird. It's just like a feeling in there. And it sucks all of that, all of that good out. And then they tell you to hey, chill, don't eat nothing for like four hours and uh-huh. don't do anything that it gives Did you feel like like how much did oh, yeah, yeah, you definitely came out? You definitely feel you definitely feel a little empty. So here's why I, I'm gonna tell you why I knew what was happening, which brings me to the third time. I had a colon cleanse, which was the one I did when I was youngest in my 20s, which mm-hmm. is when I went on a fast for 60 days. Now, that one Damn. I gave, I gave my, which was, I know it was a journey. I gave myself an enema. For, I gave myself an enema every day up until the point where you just completely feel cleaned out. And I, I found out when they were giving us the information that when your colon is cleansed, you lose about 10 pounds of 10 pounds of like waste so they said when you get off the when you get off the diet they said and you gain like 10 pounds in like two to three days don't trip because that's you know the waste building back up in your colon and i feel that's where i'm at now because i can't Mm -hmm. use the bathroom i used to use bathroom like maybe every Mm -hmm. time i eat but i had emptied all the way out where food had to stack on Mm -hmm. to, to be pushed down well, see, that's when you need your friend, Big Brother Metamucil. But you're the one who had me on Metamucil from the first place. I couldn't huh? do it, bro. I bought it and I, I took it. But no, I have no problem being regular. It was more of cleaning the colon. Mm-hmm. Like I eat enough fiber. Like I, I test some, some oatmeal and all that up. Like I had no problem using the bathroom, but this is more of a journey for, you know, I'm looking at my health. I do not mind a little metamucil in my life, but um, I mean, good for you, good for you getting after it, because you know, um, you know, I, I kind of think about health things in retrospect, and like you said, we're coming, we're coming to that age now. We're over forty, mm-hmm. and prostate comes into play. Um, getting a colonoscopy, which is super, super important. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and suggest that you put that one on the books as well. So I looked at the age, it said more like 45. We I would say yes, but then I'm also realizing that we've lost, you know, we think about Chadwick. Oh, yeah. Think about um uh, a few other people that we've lost um to to uh colon cancer who were under the age of 50 and caught it before 45. And it's just like, oh man. And it's just like I I, you know, 
it doesn't it's not something that scares me because I definitely did get one last year because mm-hmm. I wanted to uh when I was you know obviously dealing with my kidney health things it was so many things that I needed to get check off the box and I'm glad that I kind of checked that one off so we don't have to have that as an issue but you know I think because a lot of uh, you know a lot of people we know we know are are passing away from certain things I think it's bringing a uh, a certain level of awareness yeah. uh to the situation and and that's and that's a good thing and that's a good thing you know and um like I said in in podcast to come um you know we'll be talking about we'll be talking about you know my you know my health journey mm-hmm. um personally and you know things like that so don't so don't tweak we will uh we will tighten that up speaking of tweaking uh, the big you are the king of a segue <laughs> <laughs> I'm a radio man. This is what I did. <laughs> you call me out, bro. Hey, <laughs> you gonna call me out? Hey, right, look, swoosh yeah, transition. Right next one. Yeah. All right, my man. Okay, so, so Elon Elon Musk uh, decided to tell his employees that they need to come back uh to their respective offices and work at least 40 hours in office or quit mm-hmm. your now your you had you brought this up so what were your initial thoughts when you saw this good 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 <laughs> good and, and this uh, this coming from me who during a pandemic your boy didn't get no days off i caught covid twice being at work because my job didn't allow for me to work at home. I work with people. My people can't come to my house for me to work. So, yes, get y'all ass back to work. You and my sister sitting in the house just chilling, chilling, chilling. Me and my wife sit here go to work. She didn't get no days off either. She a pharmacist. She the one who giving out the the, uh, the medicine for COVID and all this jazz. Like her and I work through the pandemic, still work. I've gone to work. We have physical work. Watching everybody at home and then arguing, uh, you see, we're more productive. Um, we're in draws to work. No. Take y'all ass back to work. I ain't got time to be looking at y'all like being productive. No, go to work. Get your, get your, get yourself together. And they talking about gas price and stuff. If I gotta do it, y'all gotta do it. I'm sorry. Like. I, I don't care. I'll sit in traffic just to see y'all go to work because I'm petty like that. Hey, I got two words for you. <laughs> I got two words for you, brother. You ready? You man? Big man. Hey, what are you talking hey, about? Y'all, y'all had enough breaks. Y'all, y'all, y'all have sem- well, not you have semi, but essential workers be so mad at cats who can get their jobs done at the crib. Mm-mm. I don't understand. Eli, Eli, Elon Musk is a big, giant tweak for this. Mm -hmm. First of all, I don't think that you understand for those of us and me and my fiance are both. uh, We have jobs where we're fortunate enough to work from home and we've been doing it since the pandemic started. Now, her company is requiring that she goes to work two days a week. My company is required that I go to work zero days a week. And I'm okay. And guess what? I'm okay. And I'm okay. And I'm okay with that. You know why? Because I have the equipment to get done exactly what I need. I can take care of my house and I can raise my daughter. And anybody else who wants to fight me on that can fight me. 
And if they want to tell me, oh, you got to come back in and be productive and work, I would say, tell me what work I'm getting done. I can get done here that I can't. And for my particular situation, which is completely different from everybody's, I understand my company built new offices. Those new offices have new studios before me to work. Those studios aren't up to modern standards of the equipment that I have at home. So why would I go to work to work on old equipment? I'm staying home until that situation is rectified. And I'm sure there are situations like that all over where people are being surprised at the amount of work that they're getting done. So what I believe he needs to do is probably back up off of this and find out who's being productive. Now, yes, there are going to be certain jobs where you can't work from home. And if I was in a situation where I absolutely couldn't work from home, then guess what I would do? I would be in 50 minute traffic with you. But guess mm-hmm. what I'm not going to do? I'm going to get right up for my 830 meeting tomorrow and I'm going to be in my wife beater and life is going to be beautiful. And we're going to keep and we're going to keep it moving. And that's how I feel about that. I, but I will you, say I will say this as for me and my working, I'm more productive out of the house. It's the same with, with me going to school. I can't do online school because I'm not going to get anything done. I needed to be on the campus. God know what he did when he sent me to Michigan State because I needed to be on the campus going to school. I couldn't go to DeVry. I couldn't go to Phoenix online school because your boy would have been dropped out. <laughs> I needed somewhere where Mr. Butler needed to be in a class. And that's that's the reason why I graduated on time. Because I took my butt to class. Now, same with work. Me rolling out of bed, opening the computer, there will be bacon sizzling. There will be eggs cooking. It will be too much going on. There will be a a show in the background. I would not be my my optimal um, work. Work self. I get it. There there are some people who can can and can't thrive in a situation. Mm -hmm. And I, I, you know, I get it. I don't know because my situation is a little half and half because it's when we went into the pandemic, it was a, you know, obviously it was a product of the pandemic, but as my health worsened, it became a necessity to where, you know, I didn't, I don't even know how I would function, you know, going to dialysis and physical therapy the way I do and still going to work 40 hours a week. I just, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able it physically wouldn't be able to, I would have to, um, I just wouldn't be able to do it. So, you know, I'm, I'm, like I said, I, I always am very cognizant of when I feel like I'm, I'm overly blessed and I feel like I'm overly blessed in the situation where, you know, I was fortunate enough to only, I think I lost a couple paychecks during the pandemic because we all, everybody had to, you know, scale back to a certain, uh, certain extent. But I did. I was never let you know, never let go from my job, and I, I'm still able to work and re, and receive a check at a job that you know, a job that I love. So you know, I, I'm I'm very, very aware that that's not everybody's situation. Mm-hmm. And you know, some days you know, my heart goes out to it because this this I'm, this situation <clears throat> may not be always. So you know, you 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 take your blessings. You take your blessings when you can get it. You know. Well, well speaking of blessings. Staying fly. And Yo, speaking eyebrows. of staying fly. <laughs> there it is. I tried, I tried to segue myself. Speaking of blessings, 
<laughs> and arch to the gods. How do you feel? And I can't even say how you feel. So we we had a whole conversation about male grooming. What? Well, wait. Where did it start? Let's talk about where it started from because this started from a a picture that you put up on uh, oh yeah on so, Facebook looking 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 uh cut no, up, I was getting there. Cut I was up to the gods. I was I was gonna get there. Your boy likes to be groomed. I am not a vagabond. Well, during <laughs> COVID, I hated not being able to go to a barbershop. I hated not being able to get my hair twisted. Um, shout out to Jay, shout out to New York, my barber. But I hated not being able to go. So guess what? I got in the mirror and twisted my own hair because I was not about to be out here looking like uh ODB. God bless his soul. <laughs> um, I was not about to be out here like that, but now that I can go and now that I'm not traveling no more, shout out to the last episode. I'm I'm at home. Oh, I didn't already set up my appointments every two weeks, get hair twisted every four weeks. I mean, yeah, every four weeks, every month I go get my hair twisted because I'm going to stay right and tight and all of that jazz. But when I get my hair cut, if my eyebrows, my got thick eyebrows, sometimes he'll just go ahead and just run the run the um the clippers right across the top or maybe right across the middle. I don't really <laughs> have a unibrow like you know uh, the brow, but it could. I can see like maybe one or two hairs, or maybe he's seen it, but it's not like that. You asked me, oh, did you get your eyebrows done? I was like, oh, this was like last haircut, which was a couple weeks ago, um, that he did it. But then I see your eyebrows, and I'm like, oh, you must get your eyebrows done, too, because them things right there are on fleek. You bogus. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't do me. I feel me. you was about to go, oh, you get your eyebrows done, too? Hey, girl. Ah, see, no, see, too. <laughs> you see how you hit me with the two? Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, nah, look, I, it depends on the day of the week where I, I, I mess with people. So, you know, my ex-wife put me up on this a long time ago about getting your eyebrow, men getting their eyebrows cleaned up. And when you talked about, you said eyebrows arch, not most nine times out of 10, when you go into a, any type of salon or any place that does eyebrow arching threading and you go in as a man there, there, you're going to tell them eyebrows and they're going to go cleaned up and you go, yes. Because you, if you, you go get them threaded, like they're not just no, cut, no, no, no. Would... I've got my ear. I've, I, well, first of all, I can't get my eyebrows threaded because that's a pain. Everybody's different. Like I've seen women get their eyebrows threaded and they don't move. I'd be ooh, ah, ee, ooh, oh, ooh, so you've attempted to get them. Oh, I had my eyebrows threaded before. Yeah, yeah, oh, definitely. Okay. I definitely have. Yeah, How yeah. was that? Were they perfect? Yeah, horrible. I've only done it once. Horrible. Uh, I'll never do it again. I can't because I can't stand still while they take that little that thread and they go clink and then they clink. I can't do it. I, even even now, when I go in to get my eyebrows cleaned up and cleaned up, what are they cleaning with? It? Like, what are we talking about? We ain't talking about. So, if you clean. let your hair, uh, eyebrows grow right uh -huh. too much, what's gonna happen is is that you can see the top, and I'm moving too much. The top and the bottom, you can see like the little hairs growing. So, what they do is they clean up the unibrow in the middle, and then they take the wax because I get mine waxed. They take the wax under it. And get rid of the little hairs on the top and the bottom. And then they Arching. put a little, little, uh, little like, you know, a little M there. No, nah, no it M. They bit. keep it just they get a little, they, a little heel right there. Yeah, they keep no, they keep it the same. <laughs> See why you trying to? 
You it looks like the back of your eyebrows on where you can put the mascara on there. Uh-uh. I got naturally good eyebrows, first and foremost. <laughs> Let's get that to, out the way. My eyebrows is cold, period. So I you get can put the eyebrow pencil on the end. Get them boys cleaned up. And then they clean up the little bitty hairs in the middle, the ones that be falling, because my eyebrows get so long that you can kind of pull it down like my eye. So they Dang. end up clipping those. I only go probably three times a year if I'm really being honest about it. Uh-huh. Something like that. Like I because I just, you know, I've never it probably if I live close to the spot that I like, maybe I would um I would do it more. But no, they just clean it up. And the last time I got them clean was when I um uh shaved my hair ball, which was shoot, that's been two and a half months now. Cause I wanted to, I wanted to make the whole look official after I got my beard lined up uh-huh. and I shaved my head. I said, man, I'm about to go out here and get these get eyebrows. eyebrows yeah. and get these eye- so I said, so when I take a picture, y'all going to be like, Kapiawi. <laughs> but don't worry. Don't worry. And uh, shout out to the, uh, that little video clip you sent me earlier. Oh yeah. About, Dude's getting back in action. About my man getting the little, the little sprinkle sprinkle done. Y'all enjoy this ball. Y'all enjoy this ball here while it's here. Because I guarantee you, when I get off this uh, dialysis, I'm back, baby. They're going to put a little glue on that head and sprinkle some of your glue. old hair on there. Like they put do the BBLs. They're going to do an HHL on you. Hey, hey. <laughs> I'm, we both, we both going to be having uh, locks. You keep playing with me. I'm going to be like this. Whoop, whoop, what up, Benny? How you feel? Boom, boom, clot. You're going to be like, oh, man. I'm gonna be fly, brother. Yeah, she I did season the top of his head real smooth with his own. Seasoned hair. it. And then yeah. you're gonna send me a barber, and you're gonna send me a barber that's from Arlington. Hey, teasing me. It just, teasing it just me. This man is a tease. It came to my TikTok just smooth. I was like, ah, oh, this is what Keith was talking about. And she looked like that dude looked like he was missing hair right when you missing hair. Yep. Right at the little see, you ain't supposed to tell nobody. Uh-huh, right no there, head. right there where it make a little, make a little you I'm ball. Look, I'm ball by choice, brother. You gotta remember I'm ball by choice. <laughs> you see there? Look at this. That's choice. That's a choice. Uh, you got a good head for that. Just but like speaking kind of head, let's talk about Lori Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> this man is what <laughs> I'm afraid of the next the transition he's gonna be coming up with from now on. Speaking of top, <laughs> let's talk about. Let's talk about. Wait, we talking about Lori? We we gotta bring up. We gotta bring up man. We gotta bring up man first. City boys. Hey, City okay, boys yeah. up. Yeah, we can go ahead. No, well, we gotta bring. You know, the juxtaposition is is funny. You know, uh, the story that. Just came out of no, we wasn't asking for it, but the world, the media just gave it to us. The Johnny uh-huh. Depp, uh, Amber Heard saga, where uh, he sued his ex wife for defamation of character because of uh, a stop ed that she wrote in the Washington Post, where she described herself as a public uh, figure representing domestic abuse. Um, so they were both found liable by the jury. Um, but Depp was awarded $10 million in compensation damages and $5 million in punitive, but the jury only awarded Amber Heard $2 million. So uh-huh. this was seen as a huge win yeah. uh, uh, for Johnny. Uh, so keep my... Hey, if you, you talking spicy, keep my name out your mouth or I'll sue. She should have just gone ahead. Now she needs that, that Aquaman check 
Cause, cause it looked like if you if you Google her net worth right now, it's a negative six million. I've never six. seen that. I've never seen it. Somebody posted it, and I was like, "Oh, is that real?" And I typed Amber Heard net worth, and it said negative six million. Wild. All right, City Boys was up one for a minute up until Lori Harvey came uh-huh. in the building. Uh, report. I didn't even I- know the story until you read it before the show. I mean, you know, the TMZ alert, TMZ keep, keep, keeps an old man like myself up on game. So uh-huh. uh, apparently uh, Lori Harvey and uh, Michael B. Jordan are uh, no more since they've been together since 2020. Uh, they and, were, and they were goals from it by everybody. But I feel I seen the women say, girl used him up and moved on. I'm like, she was hey, goals you- yesterday. I'm get, let's let's t- hope, put that put a pin in that put a pin in that I'm put a pin in that because we we need let's have let's have that conversation. So the reason, it, at least per TMZ, the reason why they split up uh, was because Michael B wanted a long term relationship, and uh, Lori Harvey said, "No, nah, I'm young. I'm for the streets," and that's my quote, and I'm out. <laughs> So she ready to be out here. So city girl, city girls uh scored scored one for the city girls. Uh-huh. So like you said, it's it's tied now. But as so, as I told my wife, I'm like, this here, dude got a whole line. <laughs> like the, neither one of them are gonna be be suffering. Sure. But, but definitely he, not him. Like mm-hmm. now she has a lot of the rappers rap about her and all that jazz, and I feel like that's that's where she at. Like, hey, I'm about to be out in these streets. Like, mm-hmm. people know me. I'm a beautiful young lady and all that jazz. But the 35 year old multimillionaire who about to be in Creed three that got nine, a nine pack. <laughs> this man and he about to be the new Denzel, basically. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. I mean, he yeah. won't hurt. He gonna hurt, but that I and think- I read thing it said they both were heartbroken. I'm like. What kind of relationship? Who's both heartbroken after the relationship? I don't understand that. It's either one or the other. Somebody, they broke. It, it wasn't a marriage, so it wasn't mutual. Like, somebody broke up with somebody. And mm-hmm. usually that one is the one that's not heartbroken. Or they heartbroken later on, but they're going to get it in. Usually, like, the dude break up with a woman, and they just out here like, yeah, we about to get these hoes. And then after a while, they be like, dang, I had a good one. And that's when the woman done, and she out here getting it, and he out here drinking his life away. Mm-hmm. But both heartbroken at the same time. Oh, come on, publicist, do better. You know, it just—I don't know. The more I, the more I think about it, it's, it's like I, I got two. It's two schools of thought. Because my first thought was, I said, like you said, when the women are like, "Well, that's it. She used him up and move on. That's how you got to do it." I'm like, mm-hmm. "Oh, this is." This is why this is the clown material that you old that you old hags end up using, not realizing <laughs> that she's young, beautiful, got a six pack of her own, and is twenty five. You see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. At twenty five, in in I shouldn't say in theory, in actuality, you probably shouldn't be thinking about getting wifed up. No, nope. because you go because if you want to be right. in the street, you won't be in the streets. He's he's ten years older. He probably uh-huh. didn't, you know. Was a track star, ran through a, a few of mm-hmm. them, you know, himself. He and, he, right. and he still got time. He was probably thinking about acting right. And she might have, she might have thrown through him back to the streets. Uh-huh. So I feel sorry for the next chick that come through. 
Oh, he, might, he get he she probably there right now. If we could zoom in and be a, a fly on the wall yep. at his new house, oh, it's she's there. She's it look plural, yeah, yeah it's plural, yeah. plural. And he getting their clothes dry clean like Derek Jeter. So they can move on. <laughs> My move, move on, move on to the next one. <laughs> hey man, these cats ain't got these cats ain't got no home training. Ain't nobody bring them up. Which brings me to my next. I knew you were about to do that. I knew you were about to do that. <laughs> now I'm just reaching. No, I'm just, I'm just reaching. I feel like my radio cats who are listening this like, oh man, okay, your transition is, is wild. <laughs> Since you know, speaking of home, speaking of home training, we were uh-huh. having a conversation earlier uh-huh. about uh what is this? nobody's barbecuing anymore it's not uh-huh. a it's not something that are the generation behind us or our generation isn't doing so i feel that our and this is something that my wife brought to my attention that a lot of people because my, my wife is more of a a twitter person and i'm more facebook so she gets you know twitter is like right now instantaneous and she's part of the black Twitter contingency. I'm not part of the black Twitter contingency. I'm more of the sports contingency and the filth contingency on my Twitter because <laughs> I got my this is my single Twitter and I didn't change it. So it's a lot of there's a lot of some, 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 there's some stuff on there. Filth but um yeah it, it is but um she was saying that black Twitter was saying that where the cookouts this year and all the young men, the hoochie daddies don't know how to barbecue. You can't put a hoochie daddy shorts on with an apron because it's gonna look like you ain't got no clothes on. Is what I'm thinking is it is, but um, they, they say the hoochie daddies can't barbecue, and I feel the hoochie daddies can't barbecue because the forty the forty year olds not passing down. It's just our fault. It's our fault um, that we don't pass down the barbecue recipes. Um, all they can probably, I think, I, I didn't, I didn't met a couple of young dudes. All they can do is put a hot dog on the grill, but, um, the rib recipes, the brisket recipes, you know, you get that the older you get, but there is nothing instilled in the, the younger folk right now with the barbecue. And I feel that, that the, the wife brought that to my attention, but I was thinking like, dang. When I was young, when I first moved here, when I was 25, I was barbecuing. That was my first, my first Christmas here. I couldn't go home. I barbecued on Christmas. I barbecued all through college. Like that's what we did. But I don't feel that the, the young dude's not doing that no more. So here's my my small outlook into that. Uh you and I are a product of the what I call the travel generation. We're the generation where, you know, the two generations before us did not travel. And the one before that, which would have been my grandfather's and your and my grandfather's generation, Mm -hmm. they came from the South, right? So they came from the South. A lot Mm -hmm. of them migrated to the North. And the next two following generations were the ones that kind of just stayed where we were at. Like, you're my parents. We stayed in that particular city. And now that next generation, which is us, Uh we, we were a product of the we need to get jobs. So we all kind of scattered. So a lot of that means that we're not doing a lot of the family situation. Ah, We're not in the and we're not we're not. You know, we didn't you know, when I grew up, of course, we had the barrel pit going on every holiday. Uh You know, moms would get, you know, season the meat pop, would get on the grill. 
and, and we get and we get it in. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But then you fast forward that, you know, when I first moved to Chicago, the first thing I thought of was get a grill because it was what I did. And, mm-hmm. you know, you see these younger, like you said, these young, the younger generation behind us, everything is, you know, buy my food. And I do it a lot, too. There's been some uh, holidays where I've, I've mailed it in and bought barbecue or it's the day party or we just find the one person who is barbecuing uh-huh. and we go over their house because it's just it's just everybody easier. over there. It's just easier. And then, you know, it's a product of that generation. I feel like a lot of the things and this speaks to, you know, more uh, other things, you know, that are generational that you're in my generation and then we have children. So we have to be more aware of it that we're going to have to be more cognizant moving forward about some of the, 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 uh, the family traditions that we know we want to pass along mm-hmm. that we're going to have to do. Like, I know it, I know that Aiden's going to see you, you know, yeah, that yeah, grill. yeah. Aiden's going to barbecue. He's gonna he's gonna see you getting it in with with the steaks and the ribs or the salmon or, or mm-hmm. what or whatever mm-hmm. you just had to toss on that boy and he's gonna see that and then you know that's gonna happen and I'm sure it's some some way you know whenever I get back to having a some form of a backyard <laughs> even though I got my even though I got my grill uh, yeah. my, my my grill outside you know Zoe's gonna see me get get the cooking mm-hmm. and, uh, and and you know and that's and that's what we're, that's what we're gonna do. But um, you know, I guess like you said, this well, or I said it, it, it speaks to other things that are generational. I know you got thoughts mm-hmm. on that. Yeah, so I that got me to thinking when I had the conversation with my wife, and I feel this is probably, I guess, will be the meat of this pod. And I'm not gonna go way into it because we had this conversation all the time, but it's more of um the life lessons of this generation are are intermingled like it's it's a lot of intermingling and and gender roles and um i know the next generation is gonna be just i don't even i i can't even picture the the non-binaries at 40 and 50. that's gonna be an interesting time um i'm gonna be in my 70s but just seeing that, like, just kind of how they are now, but our, our gender roles now, kind of, a lot of our, especially in the African-American community, uh, a lot of our women are the breadwinners, and a lot of the uh, the men take care of home, um, and, and and it's more of, it's, it's a lot of sharing going on, and I feel a lot of um, women, and I, and I can't blame it, like, it's, it's no, there's no blame, but a lot of the single single mothers of the 80s well i had this conversation about the the fathers of the 80s but that byproduct was the single mothers of the 80s and how they had to do everything they had Mm -hmm. to they had to raise the boys they had to raise the girls they had to go to work so a lot of times those lessons that could have been in the home with a two-parent family they didn't get so um the oldest got a lot of the 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 lessons so uh i take myself i learned how to cook because i had to help with my sister and i had to my mom would give me the list and i would have to clean up and i would have to do all these things so a lot of the the things you you see the the eldest child seem to have um a lot of the skills 
that the parent would have taught. But they won't teach, you don't teach your your sibling that type of stuff. So the the youngest, you know, and I and I can't, there's no statistics to this, but it's more of just kind of seeing it. Like you a lot of the stuff that a man would teach his son, a woman would teach her daughter, the mom taught the best she could to both. And that time has to be split. So a lot of the stuff, the gender roles and all that jazz, it kind of fell by the wayside because people were just doing the best they could. So I feel now, um, just just it, it's a lot of skill. Like I said, it was a lot of stuff that I had to learn, and mm-hmm. I feel it's the same with other people and and women as well that they had to learn. Um, just keeping, you know, a tidy house or you know, cooking. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of women that I met that, that it cooking just not their thing. So, mm-hmm. um, and it, and it, and it's not really your fault. It's not that's not their fault. But when you're not when you're not brought up in that and and trial it's trial by fire when it comes to cooking you know i didn't burnt up all kind of stuff um sure, how sure. to cook. i didn't even um in college i i didn't try to barbecue some bacon the the worst move i never did almost burnt the apartment down but it, it it's stuff that you don't i ain't know nothing about no barbecuing i had nobody teaching barbecue i'm like oh she don't want some smoked bacon no and that don't isn't a thing <laughs> this dude. It's not a thing, but I seen dude my first time having thick cut bacon. I was like, oh, this bacon will actually last on the fire. Wrong. 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 But like I said, it, it's it's stuff that 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 you learn that you should have been taught that you had to learn. And that goes, that goes for us, that goes for women as well. Um just the I feel that, you know, the further we get down the line, the less um, gender roles of the past is is, is going to start to diminish. And that's, that's a good and a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so we talk about the lessons that were passed down. Uh, when I think of the lessons that I got, now see, I had you know, my, both of my parents in my house worked, but my father worked nights. So he was with us, you know, all during, you know, the afternoon when we were home from school. So a lot of the things that I, you know, I learned about rate, keeping a household correct came from him, you know, making sure that the house is clean, the kitchen was clean, the bathroom was clean, floors were mopped, mm-hmm. um, coming up with different meals to cook because my father wasn't, you know, some great chef by any stretch of imagination, but he would always make sure that we, you know, we had food, we had a plate, you know, on the Mm -hmm. table, even if he just baked, you know, quickly seasoned up a baked chicken and you got some vegetables and some mashed potatoes going or something, you know, whatever it was. And that's, you know, that's something that, you know, I've, that I've carried on, you know, that I will carry on to the next generation. And I think that's why you and I are both are kind of like-minded and things like that. You know, we like kind of things that are indecent and in order mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. i did i didn't even realize until i got into my 30s how much of a uh a stickler or you know anal retentive i was for having a clean house you know it was mm-hmm. to the point where you know i hated even coming home to a, you know a non-made-up bed even now i mean my situation is, is a little different because you know when you you know you're a little overrun with a child so you don't have as much nah, baby tear everything yeah baby. you don't have as much control yeah. over the situation so there's a lot of things that you have to concede, but there are certain things that you don't have to concede too. Mm-hmm. where, you know, um, 
dishes and dishes and trash and things of that nature, you know, uh, are certain things that are just standard. Or you can just completely do what I did, which is mail it in and mm-hmm. uh, and get a cleaning and get a cleaning person. I'm, I'm working towards that. Yeah, I mean, we both, that. you know, no flex on both of our sides, but we both, uh, you know, are both two income households where we can probably squeeze a few pennies into it to mm-hmm. get somebody because, you know, raising raising a child is a tough gig. I don't understand how our parents like will pull up on us and be like, oh, I did everything. Did you really? <laughs> or did you have a village like mama I, I don't know i don't know about you but my mom you be pulling be talking a little spicy to me every now and yeah then. I, I was dropped off in my grandma's house a minute yeah many that's what i'm saying i've got to clap back i'm like you know you used to drop me off in river rouge every day right <laughs> and you how much that cost you remember how much that cost you it was free 99 right uh-huh. how much is Aiden's daycare free 99? Aiden's daycare is as much as the mortgage. Okay. Zoe, Zoe's daycare is definitely not free 99. I can tell you that you already know what my situation mm-hmm. is. So anytime my parents be pulling up on beat it. Beat it. Because unless you <laughs> unless you're trying to, unless we in the, in the same in, in the same state and you trying to babysit for the free, I ain't trying to hear what you're talking about. Because yeah. this stuff, this it's tougher than you realize. And it's just like you know, all of, a lot of uh, people that, you know, well, a lot of people, friends that we know that are our age, people you grew up to college with after they mm-hmm. got their degrees, they didn't go back to Detroit. They, they moved away from their families and then they end up having kids and they're in the same they're in the same situation mm-hmm. as we are. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it, it's tough. It is it, it's, it's, def- it's definitely tough. So, um, you know, it's just going to be so interesting to see what happens with our our generation is we become the true OGs. Yeah, because right now we're still not the 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 lawmakers. We we are the the power part of. I, I feel we are the engine right now. Um, the forty somethings for I would say forty or fifty five. Like we're we're the top earners. Um, you know, so I feel that. Well, once we get to the point where it's it's lawmaking and all that jazz, that's when it, I think we will really be able to flex our muscle um, around like the top of the the fifty five range is probably the the sweet spot where you almost to retirement, but you're not there yet. But your influence on on top issues are 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 pertinent. So I feel once we get to that point, then we'll be having a whole different discussion. But right now, we're still grinding it out, but just more of just going how, how I was saying, uh, just with the gender roles and stuff. Um, I want to see what comes next because I'm already set. Our household set. Like my wife ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. I get on her nerves. She get on my nerves, but we ain't going nowhere. So our house is set. But just more of seeing who's coming up next. The the twenty the the Lori Harveys of of the world. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what are they going to do? Because they have so, you have so many things to worry about. Um, you have so many different different avenues to make income now, like a whole influencer is a thing, like just telling people what to do, you get paid for it, which it still boggles my mind. Um, I wish I was born 15 years later because I would have been doing that. I'm like, hey, man, hey go buy this cream for your face because you're gonna look good like i wish i could be i, I wish that could have been a thing but it, it wasn't so i actually had to work but 
these influencers are not like that's a whole different that's a whole nother podcast that we probably can't even do that's funny or we really can't but at the same time uh i just want to see what, what they have um coming up when they when they hit their 35 because i tell the lady who do my hair all the time shout out to jay like she's 27 and i kind of try to just put her up on game and stuff but it's just when I hear her her speak on what she what she does in her spare time and how how things move and shake as a twenty five to twenty seven year old, I'm like, wow, I don't not have the energy no more. Like I don't even remember having energy to do all this. <laughs> it's wild, um, bro. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what it what is to come, brother. Yeah. Hey, Amen. Um, I think that's a good place to leave it. Yeah, for uh, sure. Yeah, we 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 we've uh, we we bent your ear enough for today, so to speak. Um, I didn't really plan anything, but uh, say we got you got anything you want to say? What's on your heart? Hey man, I just want to say starting a new job tomorrow. Um, kind of going. I can't even say a new career because I'm going back to what I was doing. Um, I'm really excited um, to see where this to go. Um, I really like impacting people's lives. And I feel that I'm in a good place to do that uh, now. So um, I am excited for the new lease on life. On the way home, I got a new gym membership. I'm going to hit that because your boy has structure in his life. Goodbye, work in the weekend. Holla. I salute the weekend because I told my wife, I am happy to say, dang, it's Friday. I can't wait to get to Friday because Saturday don't exist in my workday no more. Holla to the loop. Holla to the loop. This man about to change his whole life. Man. Getting ready to start going to the gym. We're going we gonna to get him a church home. <laughs> yeah, we go to church on Sunday. We've been talking we about church that on too. Because I need my son to go to church. Yes, sir. Like I need, I, He needs some type of structure because my son, I love him to death. But that man and his temper, he has a temper at two. Like he'll, man, I took him to the park yesterday. I took him off the off the um, the swing. He was mad. He fell down in the wood chips and threw wood chips at me for two minutes. And I told my wife because she didn't go with us. She's like, you let him do that. I'm like, what, are you, what am I supposed to do? Like, I'm not, I just tell him stop and he just keep doing it. So I'm just going to stand here until your hands get tired of throwing this wood. Wow. Yeah. That's a, you know, we're going to put a, I feel like we'll bring that up in another uh, a pod yeah. come about um, cor- I guess corporal punishment is the, is the, uh, the technical <laughs> term. A whoopings. Yeah. The, the black term is whoopings. Yeah. Um, you know what? I ain't got no, I don't have no real sales in my heart, but you know what? What's today's date? It's June. Yeah. Hold on. Today's date is June 5th as we record this podcast to be released on the 6th. I ain't had no barbecue yet. This Help man, me. You, you a young dude. You ain't I 41 a- yet. And, <laughs> and you part of that young generation. I'm part barbecue. of that young non-barbecue. You got some. Hey, put did you put it on there? The hoochie daddies. You a hoochie daddy. Oh, uh, you know what? <laughs> I'll put it in the pod, even though it's a week old. Them wasn't no hoochie daddy shorts, man. This and man, I know the whole hoochie daddy. And I found, I figured out why they weren't. Okay, so I, on Facebook, if you go to my Facebook page, Keith Urquhart, I, I put up a uh, post of these shorts that I had on. And I said, uh, Hoochie Daddy shorts or no. Nah. And everybody said, nah, I think you got a Hoochie Daddy shorts. But then I thought about it. They were loose. 
at the leg. They weren't tight like Coochie Daddy shorts really be. They like real tight, like almost le- like chick leggings. But they were you know? they were the length. But they Coochie were the Daddy length. Lens. They were the length, but they weren't the the fit. You know what I'm saying? So those a- were those were fitting you like two day old draws. Like they was that high, but they was loose. Like can I? They 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 wasn't tight like a a, a fresh one out of the dryer. So can I? So can I make a big reveal that I didn't do on Facebook? <laughs> you ready for it? What's up? They made my shorts. Those are Adrian's. Oh no! <laughs> hey man. Hey, pod over. Good night. Good night. Over, like you said, this is the this is the the Earth podcast. In my defense, in my defense, <laughs> I got home from dialysis. It was ninety degrees, and I ain't had no shorts because I lost too much weight, so I threw all my shorts away. And I said, "Man, I'm looking. I'm looking at the drawers." I said, uh, "These are blue. These are work." I said, "Let me just pull them tight." And I said, "Ah, man, he's kind of young." I said, "But that's cool. Hoochie Daddy season." And I ran out the house. Does she know that those were her shorts? Yes, and she was very. You can just about guess her reaction to it, and I and I don't even know where they are. I think she hid them from me in case I tried to pop out in them again. That's why you can't tell people nothing. Hey, <laughs> you done told five people, me and our four listeners. This should be the name of the pod, Hoochie Daddy Shorts. Hey, that needs to be because that is the season right now, Hoochie Daddy season. Hoochie Daddy season, yes sir. For sure. All right, bro. Well, um, thank you for listening. If you made it to the end of this pod, we definitely appreciate you. Irk and Jerk Pod, rate, like, and subscribe on all of your uh, favorite platforms that you listen to the pods. We love, appreciate you as always. And we will see you next week. Irk and Jerk Pod, we out. Irk and Jerk Podcast.